Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, June 7th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Evmos Community Call. Let's take a listen. Hello, everybody. How is everyone doing? If you can hear me, please react. Show me some love, wave at me, thumbs up, etc., etc. Super, super welcome, everyone. I feel the love. Wow. In the meantime, I see a lot of familiar faces in the audience, as always. Uh, so we've got Evmos Domains. What's up, folks? Ernmos, how's it going? I see Neptune. Hey, hey how's it going? Hey, Fede, welcome. And hey, Liam. Hello. There. Good to be here. Good to have you, man. Yeah, I see Anode. I see Staking. I see Endgame from uh, XSwap. Uh, I see Crypto Lion. I, I noticed you've been attending uh, these past few calls. Welcome, man. Uh, I'll see Alcadita. See Dev. Uh, let's see. I see Gako from Alt. Uh, see Val Valdatrium. Pablo, good to see you as well. Natalia. Uh, Let's see who else can we see? Loredana, welcome. RX Pones. Awesome. Awesome. Always great. Always great to see folks here. All right. So it were five minutes past the uh past the hour. So I think we can go ahead and uh get started. Um What's on the agenda for us today? So what we're going to talk about, first of all, is the state, the state of uh, IBC for Evmos, and we're just going to give a quick update there. Then we'll talk about uh, some new integrations that y'all should be aware of. Um, and uh, in addition to that, uh, some of the work streams that the community has been discussing uh, and uh, that should be sort of started up in order to scale efforts with the Evmos network. Uh, and then beyond that, as always, uh, we can go ahead and open up uh, the Q&A section to answer all of your questions. I know that there were tons of questions from last week, so maybe we can address some of those. Um, and then also, of course, as always, if you have a question to ask the team, you can come up live on stage and have your question answered by the team. Right. So I also see uh, Guillermo and Pupmos uh, and Hotwind and uh, Coldchain. Uh, you guys all rock. Thanks for attending. Bit Nordic as well. Uh, thanks for attending. 
All right. So without further ado, the first topic for discussion is that the Cosmos Hub IBC channel has now been unfrozen. Um, now, I haven't uh, done an IBC transaction over uh, from the Cosmos Hub uh, just yet. Um, but uh, from what I've heard, it should work. Um, and we will be making it available on the Evmos app. Uh, so on the dashboard, if you go to app.evmos.org, right now you can only do IBC transfers between IBC and Evmos. Uh, and very soon we'll also enable uh, uh, an IBC channel between Cosmos Hub and Evmos. And so what that means is that you'll be able to, to bring over your Atom and, and any other assets that are native to the hub uh, over from there to Evmos, all right? As always, and I mentioned this last week too, if there are any assets that you would like to see uh, that should be brought over IBC, uh, let us know and we, we can enable those on the dashboard as well, all right? Um, uh, essentially, um, we're looking for feedback on what you guys think is important. Now, we wish we could work on everything uh, all at once. However, uh, you know, the team is very busy getting features out. Um, and so, you know, we're taking, uh, we're taking our time to prioritize ruthlessly on what should be added. Um, so let us know what you guys value and we'll make it happen for you. Uh, beyond that, I don't think there's anything else to discuss actually with, with IBC channels. Fede, is anything on your mind regarding this topic? No, not really. Just just to echo what you just said, um, IVC transfers um, would be enabled also on the dashboard, so making it super easy for everyone to transfer items to and from. And of course, Avmos and all the ERC20 assets to the Cosmos Hub, which is going to be a huge enabler for interoperability in the entire ecosystem. Yep, 100%. 100%. Um, all right. So um, beyond that, uh, want to talk about, uh, do you want to talk about that a recent deployment that we've had for uh, on, on Evmos mainnet? Uh, I think we announced it over Twitter, but it, it's probably worth talking about it as well for Gnosis Safe. Yeah, so it's a major feature in the entire interchain ecosystem and, and, and Cosmos in particular, because Gnosisave is like the top uh, multi-save wallet in the entire uh, Ethereum ecosystem. And now coming to Evmos, now we can truly unlock new functionalities also for businesses, for multi-sigs um, to ease, for example, their process of governance. Um, like for example, community pool, like you can now create a multisig using Gnosis Safe and have an easier way to manage all those funds using the same experience that you can find on Ethereum. And um just wanna stop there and just by the huge amount of benefits that it's bringing to the entire ecosystem, that's that's one thing, but then if we start imagining like and envisioning how a future of an interchain account enabled Gnosis safe will look like, 
It would basically allow teams and funds and everyone in the ecosystem to manage their interchain portfolio using the top multisig uh, wallet in the entire ecosystem. So with interchain accounts, you'll be able to um, send ERC-20 tokens to other EVM chains, send ERC-20 tokens to Osmosis, to the Cosmos Hub, to Juno smart contracts, and have everything be seamlessly interacting with the interchain user experience that we're trying to offer. That alone is just like um, a huge, massive improvement for everyone in the ecosystem. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you can envision some of the use cases here are things like uh, DAO treasury management, where a DAO can, can live on one chain, but manage its assets natively on Evmos through the, through the uh, safe deployment there. Um, I mean, worth noting is that right now, the safe is actually the, one of the only multi-sig uh, implementations available to Cosmos users. There are native uh, multi-sig accounts, uh, you know, on Cosmos chains uh, through the Cosmos SDK. However, these don't have, uh, you know, a front-facing end-user experience built around them. Right, so they're you know I found them in these account types incredibly difficult to to manage, especially if you're managing if you're managing them with the ledger. And so, uh, yeah, it's 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 a great thing to make this uh, tool available to not just Evmos users specifically, but to Cosmos users more broadly. Right, so multi-sig for Cosmos. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's live. If you if you if you've used the native Cosmos multisig, and you've gone through the pain points of interacting and signing all these transactions, and then having to send the file to the other user, and then sending the file to the third user, if you have like a three out of five or something like that, and then collecting all of them. Um, you can, I mean, you you truly understand what we're talking about. Um, the the lack of a modular implementation of a multisig that allows you to change designers, uh, have advanced settings so that you can add new user, new signers, remove signers, um, and set up different rules is, or like have even an address book. Um, in order to manage your like your accounts, maybe your um, providers, I don't know, if you're running um, a business on, on uh, the interchain, that is alone just a massive UX improvement for all the different teams. Indeed, indeed. All right, well, uh, that's all I had to say on that topic. Um, we can probably move on to what I mentioned uh, were work streams. Um, so uh, beyond uh, the recent activity in governance, so if you're not familiar, let me take a step back first. Um, there is a really sort of just a massive influx of interest from the community 
uh, in, in, you know, both making proposals to governance and also discussing governance. So if you're not familiar with Commonwealth, Commonwealth is the primary discussion forum that we that at the utmost community uses to um, you know suggest uh, initial proposals right um, and some great ones have been have been put forward so far uh, and I highly encourage you to to go over there and check them out it's where proposals like you know should we allow conversions for the osmosis token on the ERC-20 module, uh, it's where proposal, proposals like that are first discussed. It's also proposals where uh, technical innovations like D-Type DB uh, by the Laurel Project are also proposed. Um, it's places where uh, suggested sponsorships for upcoming events are proposed as well. And so the community will, you know, has agreed that a period of a three-day discussion before making the proposal on chain is appropriate there. And so if you're at all curious on getting the early scoop for uh, governance proposals before they go live, I highly recommend you check out the Commonwealth uh, Forum. And that's commonwealth.im slash evmos, just the letters im and then slash evmos. Um, so yeah, do go check that out and, you know, it's very easy to, to plug in your wallet to create an account, your MetaMask wallet, and, uh, you should just be able to, to get started there. So yeah, highly recommend that. Um, but what I want to discuss today is beyond this recent influx in, in massive activity, uh, to the, uh, the most governance system uh, is that there is a need to create work streams, I, I think. Um, having discussed certain topics with uh, community members, like uh, shout out to Tricky and LPX, who have been great contributors to, to the governance discussions, um, there is a need for, for you know, what are called work streams. Um, and these may look like any number of things. Uh, Osmosis has similar initiatives in the form of DAOs. So, you know, you have like, uh, you know, the Osmosis Support DAO, the Ministry of Marketing for Osmosis, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and these are dedicated uh, work streams for uh, carrying out a specific mandate, right? A very specific mandate um, that is separate from, from the core team. Now, my understanding is that the core Osmosis team doesn't operate these these DAOs. These DAOs are independent from the core team and you know manage uh, you know certain functions that the Osmosis ecosystem needs. Right, and I think it's appropriate that at this point in uh, Evmos's growth, we begin talking about uh, you know uh, what these work streams look like, what the mandates are, uh, assess the needs of of the network. Uh, and then also discuss how can how they can be funded. So if you're not familiar, uh, Evmos carries a community pool that uh, today has over 20 million tokens uh, just sitting in in the pool. And these tokens uh, can be deployed by governance to fund initiatives that you know might be useful or would bring value for the Evmos ecosystem. Right. So this is a thing that exists for many, many uh, Cosmos chains. Um, 
And uh, token holders, um, which I'm sure there are many in the audience, uh, are, you know, have carry the responsibility of spending that money wisely and in a way that will bring value to the community. Right. And that's why, you know, in the first place, it's so important for all of you to get involved with governance, right? Because, uh, you know, you guys are all stakeholders here. Um, so beyond this, what kind of work streams are necessary for Evmos to thrive, right? So far, we've identified two. Uh, one of these is... Um, a work stream for the uh, for community moderation. So uh, right now, our community moderators uh, it would it would benefit them a lot to have uh, uh, a source of funding so that they can consistently and reliably carry out their jobs. Right. Uh, that's on the one hand, and then a second work stream is. Uh, is the, the governance work stream. So given the influx that I spoke about, um, whereby there is just so much activity that is going down in the forums and on chain, uh, there's just, uh, you know, it's very hard, it's very chaotic, uh, especially in the governance discussions, right? And so, you know, it would be appropriate, I think, to have a work stream where, you know, a small team is able to analyze the merits of every proposal. They're able to talk to the core team to get their opinions. They're able to talk to the many stakeholders in the governance system uh, and, uh, and, essentially, um, and essentially sort of bring order to the chaos in a sense and make it parsable by uh, everyday token holders. Um, and so those are the two things that I've identified, and there may be more. I mean, you know, Osmosis has the Ministry of Marketing. Um, you know, we may want to discuss some sort of marketing uh, work stream at some point in the future. But I think on the horizon, in terms of immediate needs, these are the two things. So a community work stream and a governance work stream would be incredibly helpful towards scaling uh, the, the grassroots network efforts. Fede or Liam, do you guys have anything to, to say about this? You know, I'm definitely seeing the future like um, teams also working on um, expanding uh, tools for Ethereum clients or like tools that support specific needs in the ecosystem. Um, but yeah, like as you mentioned before, like marketing, um, yeah, and or in general, like support. Um, totally, totally. Yeah, there is there is a question of you know should uh, the community pool incentivize some sort of like bug bounty program, or should the community pool handle uh, grants differently? And you know we can organize this in any number of ways, for example, um, for example, um, you know, it could be possible that uh, a grant, like a decentralized grants program may be tied into the governance work stream. And so now 
instead of issuing funds directly from the community pool uh, to projects, they have they go through this intermediary step where they're issued by, via uh, you know a grants work stream that lives under uh, the governance work stream. Anyway, I'm just throwing out suggestions here, um, and there are many ways uh, to to spin this. Um, however, um, however, you know I I leave it to to the community to to help me and the team figure out what makes the most sense. So. Uh, yeah, I guess I can get the conversation started uh, at some point this week, and we can go from there. Look forward to it in the Discord, in the governance channel, in the Discord. All right. Uh, all right. So that's all I'll say about this topic. And I just want to circle back real quick. Uh, so uh, we have up here Eric from Pocket. And one of the integrations to Evmos uh, has been Pocket. And I wanted to bring Eric up to maybe talk about uh, what Pocket is, uh, what their experience has been, uh, you know, de deploying to Evmos, and where what their future plans are. Hey, Eric, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Good to be here. It's good um, to have you. Yeah, my first time on a Twitter Spaces, actually. So, well, cool. welcome. welcome. Yeah, thank you. Um, you want me to just so, kind of kick off or go ahead? Yeah, please. What is Pocket? Yeah, so Pocket Network is a decentralized uh, RPC provider. And um, we are actually a Tendermint fork, and we provide a model to incentivize independent node runners from around the globe to run full nodes for various blockchains and they'll get paid in pocket token for the RPC requests served for that. And then on the other end of that model, applications and blockchains, et cetera, um, you know, use the service you know, similar to like a Infura or whatever for data needs. So. Gotcha. And, and so what does that look like on the, on the user facing side and who actually is a user who consumes these services? Right. So any, any application that needs to access the blockchain will you typically use an RPC uh, service provider. And these are for sending read requests and write requests to, to the blockchain. Um, and so pretty much every application and developer um, will use a service similar to what Pocket is offering. Gotcha, so yeah, just to give an example, uh, the Evmos app dashboard could be one such client. So any website or any app um, or any data analytics tool uh, could be built on top of this um, for those who are not familiar with what RPC endpoints are. Uh, and so, yeah, I just want to talk about sort of, you know, why Evmos and what's the interest there and, and what, what gets you excited about that? Well, I'm personally, so, you know, Pocket, we're, we're kind of expanding. We support over 20-something um, blockchains right now, a lot of EVM chains. Um, and we are really growing out to support a bunch of different blockchains. I've personally been pushing for Evmos since I started, um, just because I'm just a big fan of the project. I'm a big fan of Cosmos. 
and what you guys are doing to the ecosystem. So, um, you know, we've been in discussion and working on Evmos for quite a while and just, you know, really excited to be on the project lead to, you know, be supporting the Evmos community and just being available for developers in this ecosystem, getting you connected to Pocket Network, providing support and, you know, partnering with you guys. Awesome. 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 Cool. Is there yeah. anything else you'd like to, to say to the audience? Yeah, I would say, you know, one of the kind of the unique benefits of Pocket Network is it's like community owned infrastructure. And so there's independent, any of you who are running validator nodes, for example, um, or if you're already an application developer and you're running a full node, um, you can hook that up to the Pocket Network and get paid in pocket token for doing that um and so by doing so you're really you're really contributing to like a user owned infrastructure type of model um that is fully decentralized and so um you know at pocket network's actually a tendermint uses tendermint consensus and there's a tendermint fork in itself and how that's um, some of the part of how it works but um so that's an important part of the model here. And the more RPC usage that goes through Pocket Network, the more rewards are kind of shared out through those node providers, which then in turn incentivizes more nodes to spin up and kind of creates this positive feedback loop. Um, at the We're at the very early stages of support with Evmos. Right now we're doing like, you know, 200,000 requests per day is the latest. And with some chains like Polygon, for example, we're doing like 300 million requests per day. Um, and so, you know, in the early stages, it's important for us to get some RPC usage signaled to our network, which will then signal to more of our node runners to add more Evmos nodes. And so, yeah, part of what I wanted to do today is just like introduce myself and be available. If you're interested in running nodes with Pocket, you know, reach out, I'm happy to help. Or if you're interested in accessing our RPC as a developer, I'm happy to help. But then also, I just put up on the forum for discussion a proposal to support public RPC and to sponsor public RPC endpoint. Um, and so wanted to, you know, also throw that out there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So everyone, if you can go and check out uh, the proposal uh, discussion on, excuse me, the Commonwealth Forum um, that I mentioned earlier, that's commonwealth.im slash evmos. Um, it should be one of the latest uh, discussions that have been posted uh, by Eric Yu. Um, and yeah, it, it uh, goes into detail about what, what's being requested and whatnot. So please voice your thoughts, concerns, questions, and, and Eric and the team will, will surely chime in. Cool, thank you, appreciate that. Thanks, Eric. Um, now I also have up here, uh, Kite One. Hey, hey guys, how's it going? Hey Kite, do you wanna introduce yourself and what Kite is? Sure, sure. So. My name is Omar. Um, I'm the head of marketing at Kite. So 
Kite is basically, in simple terms, just a DeFi product suite, and we're just we've just launched our uh, this thing platform, our flagship product called Airlift, which is a growth hacking platform, which is essentially it's going to be a game changer in the growth hacking department and marketing activities for Web3 projects, you know? So if I were to just give a simple scenario, you know, in the current scenario, you know, sometimes blockchain is going at such a great pace, right? There's so many innovative projects coming out, but where there's, while people are great at building the products, there's a lot of uh, gap, you know, when it comes to marketing the project or a lot of, there's not a lot of data backed platforms you know which can give you proper strategic movements for your next marketing plan of action so that's where we sort of have built airlift to sort of you know uh, sort of cure this issue so if i were to just give you a basic example airlift so right now we've just launched the beta on avalanche and apart from that we are a multi-chain project We've also there on the Evmos testnet as Evmos has been there on our minds, you know, the Cosmos ecosystem for a while. We've been following the ecosystem and how it's growing and how, you know, the community is so strong. And also because it's EVM compatible and so are a lot of projects that we're also aligning with. So, you know, we've sort of changed the game from the current static engagement of marketing activities and growth hacking that a lot of Web3 projects currently use to a lot of feature-rich dynamic engagement, which is not going to, which is going to, you know, retain your community members and and grow your participation in marketing activities and campaigns, you know, on a larger scale, because it's going to make it more incentivizing for them to stick around for sure. So that is something what Airlift is about it's it's for projects, it's for community members, and with our different different reward pools as well, it's for KOLs as well. You know who who would like to engage with this project with projects. You know going on with their marketing activities. Gotcha, gotcha, Omar. Thanks for sharing. Could you walk us through um, what the sort of the end user facing element of 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 this product is? So you know I'm a user. And I navigate over to your app or your website. You know, what does that look like for me, and how do I interact with it? So airlift. So basically, you know, projects get onto it. Like I just give you a user perspective from the project side as well as the participant side, right? So let's say a project X wants to curate an event. You know, they log on to airlift. They create the events and campaigns and set the tasks and conditions. You know. We have multiple functional tasks from Twitter to Telegram. We're going to soon be having Discord also. One of our USBs is our no-code smart contract integration as well, which is going to be deployed very soon, which is an embeddable widget in different projects, which is ultimately going to read the end API points. And you can and a project can set the tasks and conditions and accordingly execute them. You know? So that is one of the best features. So let's say a project gets on, create, curates the event, uh, you know, sets all the tasks, and a project will lock in the rewards on Airlift. You know, which so Airlift will act as an intermediary, like an escrow service, 
and the rewards are locked on chain. So when a participant logs, logs into Airlift using their MetaMask address or Twitter account, you know, they would be able to see all the events through the events dashboard that are currently happening, all the tasks and, you know, all the action points that are associated with each task, and also we'll be able to see the rewards that are being uh, given out. So once a participant completes all the rewards, there will be a time frame selected by the project during which the participant himself themselves have to claim the rewards. So once that is done, you know, you, token distribution is going to be at ease. You know, Airlift completely will automate token distribution from, let's say you want to distribute to five winners or 500 winners or 2000 winners. Airlift completely takes care of that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, thank you so much for explaining. And yeah, I, I think we're seeing a lot of this tooling uh, for helping uh, new protocols, new projects, bootstrap their communities. We also, you know, I recall last week, we also talked to uh, Neptune, the Neptune team, uh, mm -hmm. and they were building out uh, an airdrop calculator uh, specifically for Cosmos chains. And so I think we're, we're getting good coverage here across both EVM and Cosmos tooling to help projects bootstrap their communities. So. Uh, really glad to hear that, and and thanks for explaining, Kite. Uh, thanks for explaining, Omar. Um, no worries. Also, the last thing, you know, with the current problems in the scenario, which I'm sure everyone listening over here will be able to understand, is the is the bot infestation in this place. So Airlift is completely a bot-free platform, by the way. So no bot participation, only genuine participation, and genuine participants will receive the rewards, not a single bot. We've already tried it with two partners of ours. And it's been successful. And we're looking to implement the same in the Evmos ecosystem as well. Great. Well, I'd love to learn more about uh, how, you know, the anti-Sybil uh, mechanism works. And where can people go to find, to find out more? So definitely, you know, you can check out our, this thing. You can, everyone can see our Twitter handle over here, kite.one. They can check it out over there. And over there, they'll be able to see in the description of Airlift, which is our flagship product. And they can see what we've been up to and our tech updates. And definitely sure. anyone wanting, wanting you know, to try out our platform right now because it's in beta and it's free of cost, by the way, you know, for anyone to do their events on Airlift, we can definitely have this uh, orchestrated. So right now, We've done a couple of events for our partners, and next week, one of the biggest projects on the Avalanche ecosystem, Heroes of NFT, we're doing a, a, a campaign for them as well. Gotcha. So, uh, Omar, most of the audience here are, mm -hmm. are Evmos community members. Absolutely. Uh, so we are already when... in talks with certain projects in the Evmos community, right? I can see someone over here from Earnmos. We've already had a conversation with them about two, three days ago. And we have, I think, calls lined up with SpaceFi and GameFi this week as well, because we are a multi-chain project and Evmos is the next uh, deployment of our platform. Super. When mainnet? Uh, mainnet is going to be coming, I think, in the next 10 days, if I'm not mistaken. Super, super. Great to hear. And I have uh, uh, one question for both uh, Kite and Eric. Um, have you guys deployed to any uh, uh, 
other Cosmos chains besides Evmos? Uh, yeah, Eric, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, no, we have not yet, but we're looking forward to. For sure. Uh, and yeah. Kite, since you go on, sorry. Yeah, we're also, we're also right now, you know, just uh, just thing, just focused on Evmos for now, not on the other ones for for the time being. Gotcha. Thanks for elaborating. So yeah, I think yeah, this. Oh, could could you mute yourself? Sorry, Omar. Uh, yeah. So last week, I think I spoke about uh, how EVM is is somewhat of a superpower here in terms of developer adoption. We have seen it play out uh, in the past, where you know there's just so much hardened tooling uh, and and uh, uh, tool chains geared towards the developer experience for the EVM uh, today that other runtimes just lack. Um, and we do think that this is one of the best ways to onboard new developers into the Cosmos ecosystem. So, you know, Evmos itself was funded by uh, the Cosmos hub by uh, Atom token holders. Um, and in that sense, you know, the way a part of the way that Evmos uh, as a community is contributing back is by you know making it easy for developers to enter the Cosmos ecosystem and build for the Cosmos ecosystem with all of the tooling that, that they know and love uh, already. So all of the tooling that they're familiar with, like Truffle, Hardhat, Foundry, MetaMask, uh, et cetera, all of those things can be deployed quite easily on uh, on Evmos and actually the Gnosis Safe that we mentioned earlier is a good example of that and I'm guessing that that's why um, that's likely why uh, uh, Pocket uh, had an easier time uh, deploying to Evmos as as they didn't need to build out a bespoke integration for the rest of the Cosmos ecosystem right so that's uh, that's something that I always like to remind the audience of. Uh, why Evmos uh, sort of was launched in the first place and why Atom token holders were excited uh, to fund Evmos in the first place as well, uh, I, which is pretty much a year and a little bit ago uh, in 2021. So yeah, thank you both. Uh, thank you, Eric from Pocket and Omar from Kite. Uh, for uh, pleasure. Here. Yeah, and, and talking about your products. Um, you know, for the audience, please, you know, follow both of the accounts. Uh, and and I'm sure you'll find more links in the bios as to where you can read up on, on updates and such. Um, please stick around, folks, because we may get questions. We are moving into the Q&A uh, section of the call, and we already have a few folks up here requesting to speak. Um, and so uh, we want to finish on time. So at 11 uh, uh, PST at, uh, what is it? Uh, like 2 PM EST uh, and um, 6 UTC, 6 PM UTC. So uh, yeah, let's, let's try and finish on time here at the top of the hour, whatever the case may be. So yeah, we're entering Q&A and I guess the first person uh, that we can uh, invite up is Artem. Hey, Artem. Yeah. 
Hello. Uh, thank you very much uh, for letting me ask. I hope you're doing well. And I had an interesting question and important question, I think, uh, that worries many validators in Amos. Uh, we see a large wallet, uh, $1 million, delegated many tokens to individual people. Everyone thinks that these are tokens delegated by Amos team. Can you confirm this one? And um, second question, we are seeing a problem. Is it many of entire voting power in a top top 25 validators of the network and consensus in a 25 uh, top validators? And 50% of the delegations are in a top 10 validators. Uh, how and when do you plan to solve this? And uh, do you see this uh, network's problem? Thanks. Yeah, definitely. Um, so decentralization is an important concern for the network, of course. Um, and the team is working in the background to uh, push on uh, both on two things. A are uh, some foundation delegations um, to sort of even out the network, um, in addition to pushing out the testnet rewards from the incentivized testnet Olympus bonds uh from many months ago so those are two initiatives that that the team is working on right now uh and the delegations will come first and the testnet rewards will come second um what i will point out is uh according to the numbers you mentioned uh that the decentralization has actually increased since the network has launched um and we have you know done some rudimentary analysis and looked at new entrants into, into the top 20 or 25 or so. And we've seen that actually, you know, there are validators who have been able to go from, uh, you know, starting from zero into the active set. So that is promising in terms of like the fluidity of, of positions within the, within the top uh, 20%. But you're still correct that, uh, you know, top 25 holding uh, let's say two thirds of the network is is not ideal and and definitely something that that uh, should be addressed fairly soon. Yeah, just what just want to echo that um, all those programs and the next steps we're taking to further increase decentralization. Um, but I also want to briefly touch about the changes that we're doing also to the product. Um, so on the dashboard. When you go and check the validators, usually they're sorted according to voting power. Um, some other teams in the ecosystem have randomized this, but in in general, in, in Evmos, the main difference is that no matter if you vote on the 150th or the first, um, the top validator, um, there's no uh, block proposer reward or bonus proposer reward. So. As a user, it doesn't matter if you vote, if you delegate to the last one or the first one. Um, for the purposes of reward, it's equally distributed. Um, and so another mechanism that we can do is like creating like validator indexes. So like you have some sort of like um, you align with certain validators that are maybe pushing the infrastructure or like also are active relayers. Uh, like many of the validators and that are joining here, but they are providing other services to the community. A lot of them are also running 
community mods for the Edmos ecosystem and other Cosmos networks. So those are things that we like as a like as an individual, you can know more about these validators and, and like in, that will further improve the discoverability of the services that these validators provide. And if we were able to surface them through the dashboard, that will further increase the alignment of users with these validators and further increase decentralization. So implementing those changes, as it was mentioned, on the foundation level, on distributing all these tests and rewards, and also on the product side, we're we're going to be able to to mitigate this problem. Gotcha, gotcha. Thank you very much. Uh, I believe that everything will work out uh, for you guys. We believe in Amos. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Regarding uh regarding the 1 million uh Avmos token delegation address um no no, so no 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 not uh, 1 million delegation tokens uh, in Amos. uh I, it's all about uh, wallets as it have a uh, 1 million dollars in a wallet uh, in Amos tokens uh 1 million dollars worth of Avmos tokens um yeah so the foundation hasn't uh, put out any delegations just yet and the team in terms of you know personal holdings are all locked um so no nobody on our side has has made big delegations i imagine uh, at least not to that magnitude it'd be helpful if um artem uh you could reach out to the moderators on discord and they'll put us in touch so we can sort of look into if there are any concerns or if there's anything to be concerned about here all right. Well, thank you for your question, Artem. I'm going to send you back down to the audience now. Uh, you're muted. I don't know if you have anything more to speak to say. Yeah. Thanks, thank you, Thanks, Artem. Take care. Um, okay. So next up, we can bring up uh, the one and only. That's a great name. Uh, and I'll also bring up. Uh, let's see. I'll also bring up Rodolph. So let's start with the one and only. How's it going? Do you have a question to ask? Hello, I'm Rodolfo. I'm from Middle. I'm blockchain software developer. I believe in Cosmos Project and uh, I buy some tokens uh, when uh, it was launched. But I have some questions regarding project and incentivations. Are there any incentivation for new project uh, build on Cosmos, for example, DeFi projects or this stuff? Um, yeah, so if you're talking about incentives, then you can, there are two main ways, three main ways to go about this. One is uh, the core team, the, the foundation uh, has made uh, a grant program available to uh, project developers who need, uh, to, you know, some early funding to get themselves started. Um, and you can find uh, a link to all of the instructions around that on our blog. If you go to evmos.blog, um, this, uh, it should redirect you to, to uh, one of the, our articles there. Um, beyond that, um, the network itself, the Evmos network itself is unique because it pays uh, developers in incentives, or it will pay um, once uh, the fee module, the fee split module goes live, all right? So this is a planned feature 
uh, developed by uh, Loredana from the Laurel Project. Um, and so what this feature does, and this is a feature that was originally proposed by Federico uh, in uh, the uh, token model and the Evmos token model, is a built-in incentive in the network to sustainably uh, incentivize uh, developers to build on Evmos, right? And to uh, fund their maintenance, their ongoing maintenance of their smart contracts, right? So that's another option that you can pursue. And uh, Lordana has posted many videos of this, um, of, of this feature in the past, and we'll be announcing it more formally once it's included in a release. Um, and then lastly, uh, you can also go through Evmos governance uh, to request funding on a, on a project that you're working on. Uh, and you know this is, all, this is done through the Commonwealth Forum, which is commonwealth.im slash Evmos. Um, and you can pitch your project to the community there and potentially receive funding. So hopefully that covers all of the all of the ways you can do that. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Rudolf. Um, before we dive into the next um, question, I just wanted to quickly give a shout out to the EcoStake validator. Um, <clears throat> they were the ones pushing the uh, restake implementation so that users can auto compound their staking rewards. So a huge shout out for to the EcoStake validator uh, for their support to the Evmos community and to improve the security of the network by allowing by by shipping this functionality to auto compound. Uh, yeah, just we quickly wanted to give a shout out to their team. Yep, if you believe in the work, this sort of work um, that uh, Eco is doing in Restake, uh, please throw them a delegation. Uh, you know, we need to incentivize the continued efforts of, of uh, contributors and especially validators who add uh, value to the network. Yeah, and uh, if you're a validator and want to showcase your work to the rest of the ecosystem, let us know and we can invite you over to the next community call and we can give you a, a brief time to be in this, on the spotlight. Yep. Um, and I see here, we still have the one and only up on stage. Uh, did you have something, a question to ask? If not, I'll send you back down. All right, well, I can remove you from net for now and feel free to re-request. We also have Neptune up on stage. Neptune, what's up? Hello, can you, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Perfect. Um, so yeah, I'm the... Chase from yeah. Neptune Finance. Um, you guys were ch chatting with uh, Keegan before. He's uh, he's on this call as well, but he's uh, having some technical difficulties at the moment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we wanted to talk about our proposal. Um, the proposal is from Cryptech, the team behind the Neptune Finance. Uh, platform, and uh, we wanted to know how we could align the validators' views with the users' views, as it's currently live. And we have a really good turnout from users, but uh, it's not looking the best from the validators. And this is for the uh, airdrop calculator. And if we could bring up uh, Matt or Keegan, um, they can they can chat a little bit more about this. Gotcha. 
Yeah, this is a great question. Um, and actually, I want to invite uh, the Neptune finance team to uh, the governance discussion that is a discussion dedicated to you know governance topics um, that happens every Thursday at the same time as this community call. So uh, basically, same hour slot, but on Thursdays every week. Uh, and these take place on Discord. So uh, uh, would, would you guys be open to, to discussing this there? Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Perfect. Awesome. So yeah, we'll see you there. And for anyone who doesn't know about this, if you're interested in getting involved in governance, this is the place to be. This is the, the place to come on and talk through uh, your, your proposal idea, or if there's an on-chain proposal to resolve any sort of misunderstandings. Um, so please do come on there. And thanks, uh, thanks folks, for, for, for coming on and, and raising that point. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we're happy to deliver an airdrop calculator if the people want it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right, so I'm going to switch over to the Discord and start to answer some of the questions uh, that folks have asked in the community Q&A channel. Uh, and we only have four minutes left of this call, so I'm going to try and go quick. All right. Um, so one question is, let's see, I had it here. What is the uh, long-term roadmap for Evmos? This is a question from Matt, who is a new community member. Welcome, Matt. Um, what, what is in the pipeline is the question. Um, and so, yeah, Evmos will be, uh, the team at least, will be publishing uh, an open source roadmap uh, fairly soon. Um, I've actually already made a post about it in the builders channel in the Discord. So if you're interested, please go and take a look at that post. But obviously, there's more detail that's needed um, and we'll be publishing something in the coming weeks, uh, most likely. Uh, um, spoilers, it heavily involves you know, uh, pushing the token model uh, to its fullest potential in terms of aligning incentives with uh, users, developers, and uh, infrastructure providers like validators. Um, in addition to fulfilling the interchain vision. So uh, I don't know how, ma how many folks were around Cosmos ecosystem back in you know, the 2016, 2017 era, but back in the day, there was this, this motto or slogan that uh, the Cosmos ecosystem would push. And of course, back then there was no ecosystem. It was just folks working on Gaia or Cosmos SDK or IBC. Um, and the slogan was, uh, Cosmos is the internet of blockchains, all right? So I won't dive too deeply into what that means. I'll, I'll let your imaginations sort of uh, think, ruminate on, on what that could mean for Evmos and Cosmos ecosystem as a whole. But that is fairly aligned with what you know, we here at the core team are thinking about when it comes to Evmos's development. Um, a different question I have here from Danzel99 is that uh, is when will you show your investors? That is a great question because Evmos does not have any private funding. We do not have any investors in the traditional sense. Uh, Evmos was fully and 100% funded by Cosmos, ha Cosmos Hub grants. Uh, and this happened back in 2021. Uh, Federico made a proposal, proposal 44 
to the Cosmos Hub, which you can still go and read the details of, um, where you know he outlined the vision uh, for uh, for Evmos essentially and what that would look like at the time. Evmos was called Ethermint, um, so yeah, go and take a look at that and and you'll get a better understanding for how Evmos uh, first got started. Uh, GDI asks, what makes Evmos better than BSC or Kronos Chain? Uh, Fede, do you want to take this one? Or actually, ah, it's the top of the hour. I wasn't watching the time. Unfortunately, we're going to have to close. But Fede, do you have any sort of last set, last minute uh, sentence that you yeah, want to add? Yeah, so Evmos itself, uh, um, besides just being an EVM chain, it, um, users can benefit from the economic model uh, that incentivizes developers and users. And of course, we leverage the interoperability functionalities that Evmos, that Cosmos provide. So in order to create an amazing user experience um, that leverages the Cosmos IVC and you're able to transfer all your assets in and out of the ecosystem. So um, yeah, that's a quick answer, basically. Perfect, thanks Fede. And there is one last question uh, that I want to tackle since it's, in, it's re uh, relevant to validators. Uh, Nick asks, can the team give more information about uh, what is planned for the foundation delegation? Um, so the delegation amounts uh, uh, haven't been finalized yet, but I think it's important for validators to understand that there are 150 active validators and many more uh, on top of that who have contributed to, to the network. However, the foundation can only operationally handle delegations that are, you know, traditionally, I think for other chains, the number of delegations has been in the range of, of like five to 10 to 20 or 25 in the upper range, right? So I wanna make that clear and uh, validators should keep that in mind and, and plan their operations in advance. All right. Um, so yeah, I think with that, we can close. Thank you everyone for a great community call. Once again, shout out to EcoStake, um, for the restaking uh, functionality. Shout out to Kite and Eric uh, from Pocket and Neptune for also coming up uh, and asking their questions. Shout out to everybody else who came up and asked their questions. Um, and shout out to the community for, for being proactive uh, about governance and, and Evmos in general. So take care and have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. Love you all. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Evmos Community Call, recorded on Tuesday, June 7th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing All aggressive, insane from all directions Smoke rolls in when I start a session Plank canvas, blaze up the handlers Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded 
Imagine a world in which an old dying man's last dying wish is fulfilled. Alexa, can you play that one Cephi space where he clowned all the Safe Moon and XRP bag holders and then told everyone to buy Luna because it was going to a thousand? I'm, I'm confused why we're not talking about the fact that you can easily like. 300x your money on XRP. Like, you know, I son, I remember a time. Alexa, enough. I'm trying to reminisce now. I remember a time before TerraSpaces existed when things that were said on random Twitter spaces would just get lost to the proverbial black hole of time. Time. That's the best bet. Uh-uh. Why isn't Luna in wind turbines? Hey, guys, though? I'm reading all about these wind guys, turbines. Guys, do you mind if I explain Cardano a little bit? Because I've been in Cardano since like 2018, and I can give you a full breakdown. Um, just when you thought it was safe to shill shit coins. Oh my god, you guys. I don't know what to do. So much blood. It's so red. From the creators of Your Exit Liquidity, in association with We All Love to Hear Ourselves Talk, Inc. For more information, go to terraspaces.org slash donate. Terraspaces. Spaces.